0: Everyone, welcome to what comes after. Today we are going to take a look at what comes after 2.22 the ghost story. Please take a seat and enjoy the ride. Disclaimer: This episode contains spoilers about the Western Theater 2.22 ghost story. After the night she realized that the ghost that has been haunting her for days is actually her husband Sam. She closed herself up completely. Not even going to his funeral she cried every single day praying to be able to see him one more. Only one more time. That would be more than enough for her. Because this time, she would do things differently. Oh god, so much differently. She would greet him, just like the good old days. Not shouting at him about a ghost that wants to hurt their daughter. Not being mad at him for losing his food, But just being grateful for the fact that they are still together. Sharing their breaths, loves and lives. <sighs> She gasped at the thought of that. Taking her wine glass with her to the kitchen, she saw her phone ringing again and again on the countertop. After chasing away, Lauren and Ben that night, along with the police. They have been trying to reach her, but failing miserably every time. As a good friend, Lauren has been dropping bottles of whiskey, wine and stuff to eat since then for weeks now. And with every doorbell, she would just simply sit right outside the door, crying, talking. After like an half an hour or so, she would leave saying, I'm sorry, I'm so, so sorry. However, she wouldn't know that. Jenny would be listening to her all along, crying with her, drinking with her. She would just simply assume that Jenny was upstairs with her daughter, trying to fill the gap of a lost father. But no, because she also was not aware of the fact that after that particular night, just like the house, Phoebe has also fallen into a quiet state. It was like... It was it was like even a baby like her could feel her father's absence. Or maybe presence? Jenny hoped that her daughter was feeling the second one. And the only one who couldn't feel Sam anymore was her and herself only. Sam would be an excellent dad. A perfect one. And that was probably the saddest thing in this whole situation. Phoebe doesn't have a chance to learn that. She she just simply does not have a chance to know her smart-ass, it father who actually saved her mother from the cruel hands of God. Yeah, maybe Jenna was kind of turning back to her religious self at the end, but it was just purely from the hope that God could be the only one, the only way back to Sam. However, with doing so, she was drifting away from Sam and... Was just not realizing this with her numbed-up brain from all the pain and the alcohol. She just would not realize that with every praying, Sam was fading away more and more. And like Sam said, at least his ghost said, "Ghosts are not real." She knew that with all her heart. You were after, seeing and talking with one. She knew that. The ghosts were just memories that came to life to fill up the gaps. She still couldn't solve the mystery of why he was in those clothes when he was in the house or why she couldn't see him until that night or afterwards, but there was just a there was just a feeling of him being gone completely. And that was destroying her. Killing her. She would think that if they didn't buy the stupid house in the first place, Sam would not have to go to that work and so they could still be together. No, no, it's it's our home. That's what Sam said. It's not a stupid old house, but it's our home. After chasing that thought away, another would come across her mind. If Phoebe wasn't born, then Sam would still be there with her. They was Ti to get her, but no, no, instead, Phoebe was there, no, no no no, no, she would yell to herself, trying to chase the awful toad away as well. She was grateful for Phoebe, and she was definitely not the reason Sam was dead. Oh, what kind of a mother she was, blaming her newborn kid. She hated herself for even thinking about such a thing. But yet she she couldn't get herself from going back to the same point over and over and over again. She loved her daughter, the only person left with the genes of Sam. But still there was there was something that was bothering her. She didn't know what was the real cause of it, but Mm, there was definitely something. Maybe the fact that Phoebe also went silent with Sam leaving, like she left too? Or or maybe Sam came back as a ghost to see her instead of Jenny? Or someone else? She couldn't make sense of it, but was there really any sense at all at this point? She had lost everything. Only Phoebe was there to hold on to, but... They were, like, ignoring each other for some reason. She hated herself, her kid, Ben, who actually helped her to prove herself right to her dead husband, Lauren, who had the chance to spend more time with Sam and Sam for leaving her alone in this unknown world. She hated every single person, every single thing in this whole wide universe. She felt like a dummy without Sam. It was like she even learned how to breathe with Sam and without him around, she couldn't do it properly anymore. She was completely and utterly lost and this time, there was no one to save her. Antagonistically, the girl who was crying every single day right outside Jenny's door, glowing, got rid of Ben and all his belongings in her apartment she did not want to keep lying to herself anymore she did not have the energy to keep up with the act of a happy girlfriend just like just she couldn't keep acting as the loving successful psychologist she didn't have the courage to resign from her work however she decided not to do everything that was told to her for instance now that she didn't have to look perfect for the love of her life for him to realize his mistake. She was taking her time on the case of the suicidal teenager, even though she was already running late to the schedule. She just simply didn't care. She has transferred her other cases to her colleagues without even asking for permission to do so from his boss. And she was legitimately so surprised at the fact that Her boss didn't give one of his infamous speeches or made her do another psychology test. He was just like, okay, if that's what you want and your team doesn't have a problem with it, then it's absolutely fine with me as well. He kinda had a tone saying that, but who cares, really? She had what she wanted and her stupid annoying boss was too unimportant for her to overthink. She always thought that that no one was smart at all, even herself was stupid. Uh, too stupid to fall in love with a guy that would obviously never, ever love her the way she loves him. Yeah, it was also unfortunately true that she was still head over heels in love with him. And she was mourning even more to the fact that he died as the husband of another woman. Can you believe it? Another fucking woman! She couldn't hold her cry this time. Yeah, Jenny was awesome and stuff, but was it really that much of a good reason not to be sad? (laughs) But even she couldn't lie about the fact that talking to Jenny every day made her feel better. And maybe she was a little relieved that Jenny didn't get to get on with Sam either. Due to that part of her, she felt like a bitch. She hated that relieving toad, but she couldn't have helped herself from thinking about it either. Was she that much of a bad person? Really? Even though she promised herself not to cry in public, the thoughts that were occupying her mind were just too powerful to fight with. And She really didn't have strength. After a few minutes of crying, screaming, punching the dust, she finally had it in her to look around. But what can I say? It made everything even worse. She needed alcohol. She needed shit more of alcohol. Grabbing her phone from the table and her back from the chair on the side, she rushed out the door. Her makeup was all messed up, just like she was. She was stumbling all over street, almost getting hit by a biker, getting swears from tons of people. She was not in the mood to fight with them. She couldn't see due to all the tears in her eyes. She wasn't feeling like herself anymore. And everything was so overwhelming that she was not even sure if she still wanted to be alive. She was hanging that she was the one to keep breathing but not Sam. How was this fair? He was perfect in every single way except loving the right person. And what was she? Nothing. She was absolutely nothing on the other end of the spectrum. Ben was trying to continue his life as if nothing had happened. It wasn't that much of a healthy move to ignore and compress all the feelings he had, but that was really just his coping mechanism. He was praying every night before sleeping like always. Nothing special or changed in that apartment. He was staying in a friend's place for a while until finding a new apartment. He was calling, trying to reach Jenny every day, failing each and every single time, but not giving up yet. Nope, not yet. It's still too fresh to be giving up. As he was staying strong, he wanted to make Jenny stronger too. He was not that much of a help that night. At least, according to him, he wasn't. But he might have been a great support at a time like this, right? And he actually seemed fine, at least from the outside. Inside, he had constant fear of becoming a ghost himself or being haunted by Sam, but other than those two, he was mostly keeping a stand. Maybe that was because of the fact that he was quite familiar with that sort of stuff, but still, it was even weird for someone like him to be that calm after going through all that shit. But remembering what had happened, he shaked his head. Let a deep breath come and go. He strained at his back without even realizing when he started to hunch. It was really awkward that he had started to lose control of what was going on around him or on him. Like, you could be watching him for hours following him, but he wouldn't realize. Or he could start crying all of a sudden and still wouldn't realize it. He hasn't really been himself for a while now, but you're not gonna believe me when I tell you that he wasn't aware of that data. Who would have guessed, right? (laughs) He turned right at the end of the street all of a sudden. He had to go straight, but he just found himself making a right. And then, he understood why. It was some sort of a god telling or something like that, he supposed. But she was there. She definitely was there, coming, running towards him. She wasn't seeing him, but she was coming at full speed, and it was not too long before he found her between his arms again. They were both so confused, but neither was complaining, even in a way they were glad that they found each other once again. Faith bent told for the. Woman who had thrown him out. Faith. And then, they were there again. On the couch, they had spent months on laughing, joking, watching movies, eating, and of course, fucking. Nevertheless, Lauren would never admit, even she was happy, that they were there once more. It was really a legitimate relief for both of them. They couldn't come up with any why's, but... That was the truth, you know, the truth. Was it love? Probably no, but couldn't it be sympathy, or might be being used to each other's presence? Everything was quite possible except for love, unfortunately, but was true love that much of a necessity? Wasn't only a friendly love was alright? Couldn't it be enough? After a few hours of hugging, crying and talking, they headed out to check on Jenny. It was Ben's idea to go there together once again after that night. He said it would be good for all of them. Lauren was in complete agreement with him, surprisingly. They both believed that the only thing needed to be done was to get a closure to that night so that they could all move on. Yeah, maybe it was going to stay as a drama a wound on their souls hearts and memories but just like every other human being they would get used to the pain eventually. At least, that was what they believed would happen. That day was definitely an interesting one considering that Ben and Lauren got back together and after all the times Lauren has came over to Jenny's, this time she finally opened the door. Did all the miracles decide? Happened at the same day? Uh, how funny. If Sam was still here, he would explain how miracles were not real and they were all some sort of a. Uh, I don't know, I'm not Sam. Whatever. They all sat around the same table that they did the ritual on that day. The table that showed Sam. As responsible for all the noises that happened at two twenty-two, It felt quite awkward now that he was not with them anymore. It was like there was a gap that needed to be filled, but there were no ghosts of Sam that was doing it. They talked, cried, got drunk, and when the time hit 222 they all went silent, like they had planned to or something like that they all wanted to hear something anything not from each other but from sam they waited without talking without moving without doing nothing but hoping as they were finally started to lose all the hope again jenny heard something she couldn't understand what it was but she was sure that she heard something from upstairs. After all this time, she ran upstairs wishing to see Samuel last time but as she arrived at the top of the stairs, the voice was all gone, just like all the strength left in her body. Everything went black for Jenny, while Lauren and Ben was running upstairs as well. Jenny was furious when she opened her eyes and realized that she was in a completely different place, far, far away from where she was supposed to be. Even after with every single doctor telling her to stay, she insisted on going back to her home. Jenny had to be there in case Sam would come back from that once more. She had to be there so Lauren took her back while Ben was watching Phoebe. Thankfully nothing serious has happened to Jenny and the only thing she had to do was staying awake which was really easy actually considering that she was already doing that all the time waiting for Sam. The girls went home, Lauren and Ben spent another two nights with Jenny just to be sure and then they also left the- In the next couple of months and years, nothing special had happened in Jenny's life other than the fact that her daughter got older and wiser day by day. The similarities of Sam and Phoebe made Jenny happy and sad at the same time. Like she would start crying all of a sudden when Phoebe was explaining something complex to her. But other times, Jenny would. Listen to her with a heavy heart and a smile on her face. With the news passing by, she finally made peace with her daughter. And with herself as well. She stopped blaming anyone for Sam's She made peace with the whole universe. She learned to be grateful once again for all her life and her daughter And you're not gonna blame me when I say it, but she also had decided to finish the work in the house finally, after saying goodbye to Fear before university. She stopped praying to see Sam one more time. Instead, she said goodbye to him with every single brush stroke touching the walls. After a few years of living in the home the way Sam always wanted Doctors diagnosed her with Alzheimer's disease. She forgot how the life was before Sam. She forgot how the life was with him and after losing him. She forgot every single thing, including her daughter. But she never forgot the fact that she was missing someone desperately. She couldn't figure out who it was, but she knew uh, whoever it was, they were important to her. Very, very important. In the meantime, Phoebe became an astrophysicist, working at NASA. She never got married. It was just not a thing. She had tons of lovers throughout her life, but she just did not want to be like her mother at the end. So, she stayed alone and worked until the day she finally gave her last breath. Phoebe was not a happy kid growing up. She didn't have a mother or a father. Yeah, maybe Jenny was there at the parent-teacher conferences and the fun activities, but she was never actually there. And that made a huge scar on Phoebe. Even more than not having a father. At nights, when she cried herself to sleep, she would find herself wishing that instead of Sam, Jenny should have been the one died. Even without Sam in the picture, they just couldn't had even nearly to be healthy of a mother and daughter relationship. Jenny was not ready to let go of her past and move on with her daughter. Yes, with time they grew closer, but it was not enough for Phoebe. It was not enough to fill the gap of a father. And maybe that was the reason why she didn't get married. Or why she never wanted to have kids. Considering the fact that she never learned how to love a child. So, she passed away in a laboratory. Never knowing what real happiness was. And with the word marriage, we cannot pass without saying a word about our endgame couple, right? So, after the marriage, Lauren slowed the drinking down. She would only drink a glass of wine on special days with Ben, and occasionally friends. And of course... On the anniversary day, she lost her Sam, at least his ghost. But yeah, you get it. She would wish that she could have told the things she said that night years before, so that she could possibly had a chance of having Sam between her arms, not just as a friend, but as a lover once. But she was all so grateful that she had been at the end of the day. Even though she was in love with Sam and Ben knew, he would do anything he could to make her smile. He knew because of who and why she was crying off, but he was still doing every single thing that he could to make her laugh, cause even if Lauren did not feel the same way about him, he still loved her with all his heart. It was quite strange, considering all the fights they had, and all the things they went through blood, he just loved her anyways, isn't it true love? And to be honest, that was probably the saddest part of their relationship. She actually had the love she always wished for, but she just wasn't ever with it yet. And when she eventually realized, it was unfortunately too late. She understood what Ben meant for her after she also lost him passed away a few years prior to her and putting him under six foot of dirt was probably the hardest thing she has ever done like can you imagine it was even harder than saying goodbye to sam maybe at the end she was in love with ben as well every single day she hoped to see ben's ghost She wished for the chance that Jenny had years and years ago, but that never happened. And she passed away, thinking about that night where all four of them was having fun together. Thank you for joining me on this special journey. Hoping to meet you again on another Curious episode. Goodbye!